Welcome to Vote 2016 election coverage. I'm Enrique Cerna along with KCTS 9 political analyst Joni Balter and Chris Parker, University of Washington political science professor and director of the Washington Poll. We have released results of our exclusive statewide KCTS 9 Crosscut Washington Poll looking at the governor, U.S. Senate and presidential races, as well as the statewide initiatives on firearms, the minimum wage, and a carbon tax. And Chris, give me a little background on the polling when you were out in the field, how you went about doing this. It's good to be here, Enrique. Nice to see you again, Joni. I'd like to start with that. So the poll was in the field from 6 through 13 October. We interviewed, we completed 750 interviews statewide, and the margin of error was plus or minus four and a half. And this is new for us in that it's an online poll. Prior to this, we had typically done it telephonically, but cost and efficiency dictated otherwise. So this is a first for us. At, at the and how, how does that make that different, I guess, as far as doing this online poll versus the telephone way of doing things? Um, so without getting into the weeds on this, there's some people that are concerned about selection bias that people that do online polls are a little different than folks who have landlines, if you will, and to some extent, cell phones. And so there was some uh, concern about that early on. But I think by this time in the process, I think we've ironed all those kinks out and I think we're good to go. All right. Well, what stood out for you uh, in in the results? Well, what stood out for me is that, as anyone would know, we living in, in you know, the state of Washington included, of course, A very divided society right now, given the political moment. And those divisions are along the following axes, race, class, and in this particular case, the state of Washington region. But what we found in the results were that a lot of the issues were driven by partisanship. That is to say, the party with whom one identifies. It looks to me like Washington voters are very likely to approve two left-leaning statewide initiatives on gun safety and a higher minimum wage. The initiative numbers are 1491 on the gun safety and 1433 on the higher minimum wage. So let's talk about those collectively together. Is, are, is the answer for what's happening there money works or are these popular ideas? I think primarily these are popular ideas if we look at the gun safety measure If you look at what's happened in Sandy Hook, for example, and then recently we had Gabrielle Giffords in town. So these are these are just that in particular is really a popular idea. So uh, that comes as no surprise, nor does the the minimum wage, nor does that one come as any great surprise either. Um, And simply because if we look at the way in which the $15 minimum wage carried King County, and once again, you know, uh, one of the things we've been discussing recently in the state of Washington is the extent to which the state of Washington is turning more and more blue. It's becoming a more and deeper blue state. Right. FYI guy from the Seattle Times pointed out that the the counties that are growing the most, King and Snohomish, are the Democratic leaning. So that's going to that's gonna have an impact. Yeah, of, of course. So the fact that you have half of the voting age population in the Puget Sound region, and it's really popular in that region, really surprises me none at all that that the measure is going to carry so well. And let me note here that in both these cases, we're on the minimum wage, 1433. It has both have substantial leads as far as uh, the yes votes. I mean, we're looking at over 60 percent in favor of the minimum wage. And and on the issue of the um, firearm restriction, which is 1491, it has uh, 70 percent plus uh, where people are really in strong support of this, which I guess isn't surprising for what we just talked about here. So let me roll along to another statewide initiative. Initiative 732, 
The uncertainty over the carbon tax is fascinating to me in your poll, especially this close to the election. There are so many undecided. So the, the number favoring this measure in your poll was 51% after you sort of pushed some of the undecideds. But your your undecided number, you're just firmly, I am undecided, no, no way I'm going to give you an answer, was 27%. This thing was muddled before it started, right? Yeah, I mean, from from what I gather, the environmentalists themselves were a little, um, they equivocated on that. Still um, are. <laughs> yeah, they still are equivocating. And so what tends to happen, at least the political science literature suggests that when elites from whom the masses get their cues are a little confused about these issues, then it's going to spill down to the masses. And they, as well, as are going to be confused. And then beyond that, the language of the ballot initiative was a little confusing as well. So it doesn't surprise us one bit that we have almost 30 percent of folks who are undecided. So this one really, uh, although it is leading at this this point, and, but it could go either way, it seems like. But once again, I want to stress what Joni just touched upon is that it's 51 percent. That's after we push those undecideds to declare one way or the other. So it could very well quite go one way or the other, given the amount of people that are undecided when we were in the field. Yeah, but don't undecideds break two to one or some number uh, against because, you know, if in doubt, leave it out type thing? <laughs> That's not necessarily true, especially in this case. We have a majority of the undecideds that break towards yes. Hmm. Let's talk about the governor's race. Your numbers show a a tighter race than other polls have shown, where Jansley does have slightly over 50%, but his challenger, Republican Bill Bryant, comes in at about 45%, which is tighter than what uh, most of the other polls have shown. What's What do you think makes that different, I guess, is from what the other polls have indicated? So the one poll, one other poll that I know of in the state, the Elway poll, they use a different methodology than we use at the Washington poll. We prefer a more conservative, that is to say, safer estimate using registered voters versus what they use or the Elway poll uses as likely voters. And the difference is, is that likely voters tend to be more engaged, tend to be more informed, and they are highly, far more likely to vote than registered voters who may or may not ultimately vote. Well, when I saw this in the uh, polling results of yours, I sat up straight and asked myself, so what? So we really have a governor's race here? Do we? I think so. The bottom line is, is if more of the people who are registered actually get out there and vote, then we will definitely have more of a governor's race. All right. Let's go on to this other areas. Uh, Joni, you were looking at some of the maps of the, the, the state and, and how, what, how it all looks. Yeah, so as we all know, sitting here, that uh, polling maps, if you look at the national ones, you look up in the northwest corner there, and it's pretty dark blue year after year, and certainly presidential race after presidential race. And your polling results confirm that status. So you have Hillary Clinton ahead, winning, beating Donald Trump by as much as 14 points. And you have Patty Murray beating her opponent, Republican Chris Vance, by as much as 16 points. So I'm wondering, are we getting bluer, as we mentioned earlier, or just kind of hanging on to that status? Well, you know, so I'm no demographer, but if FYI guy is, is correct, then we're going to, we are bluer, it, it seems, and we're going to continue to remain blue, even, even if we remain at steady state and it doesn't change very much. I mean, once again, almost half of the voting age population, you know, leans leans Democrat, at least it's the, if the voting age population, most of it is in, you know, these blue areas, then yes, that's going to be the case for some time. But Hillary Clinton, at least according to your numbers compared to the final votes in 2008 and 2012, is a tad behind Barack Obama. 
uh, who got 15 and 17 percent here. That surprises me not at all. If you look at if you just look at there's another there's another part in our poll in which we ask questions about favorability um, and we show that. Hillary is not well liked in the state of Washington writ large, not nearly as much as Barack Obama is. Yeah, he was almost a movement and a passion, especially yes. for the millennial voters. Yes, yes. And we don't know what they're up to this, this, <laughs> this time. Now. Well, I think everybody. Well, they were behind the, Bernie. They were behind. They're, they're strongly they're behind, behind Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think they're somewhat conflicted yet as to where. Uh, uh, you know the two people that are at the top of the ticket now, and particularly those that were Bernie supporters now, yeah. and whether they really feel that full passion for uh, Hillary Clinton or not. Um, you know, we talked about some of the other issues here, and, and that uh, one of the things you looked at was how people are feeling about the where the state is going, and uh, and I guess it, you look at our economy, at least particularly here in Seattle King County, uh, it gave a very strong indication that people felt they feel good about where we're going. It's all about those construction cranes, the state bird, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right, the new state bird. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would imagine it that has a lot to do with it. Um, if you look at, there was a recent report out that said that relative to other states that the state of Washington uh, was leading in job growth and as, and as well as wage growth as well. So, so people are really feeling good about their pocketbooks, and if they feel good about their pocketbooks, they generally tend to agree or feel good about the direction of the the state. Now, that's a different question if we're talking about the direction of the country. Yeah, whole different direction there. Uh, let's talk about uh, some of the other questions we asked, and uh, we dealt. Uh, we focused on the issue of immigration. We also talked about uh, Donald Trump's wall proposal. Uh, most. In the polling, it showed people strongly were against that. Um, and also regarding immigration, uh, there is uh, well the indication that people want to see changes there for immigration reform, as long as there is some type of uh, uh, things that, that those that are here that are undocumented have to meet some standards in order to become a, a citizen well, of the U.S. Let me let me read one of the questions and, and the answers on one of those that sort of enhances this conversation. You asked this, this question, the economy is strengthened by the hard work of Latino immigrants. And so folks were asked if they strongly agree or somewhat disagree, and you got around 70%. So that's pretty darn interesting to me. So it does not surprise me, since we had comprehensive immigration reform actually passed um, at the federal level a couple years ago, uh, Senate Bill 744, the fact that we see similar um, sentiment here in the state of Washington does not completely surprise me, part of which is because we live, once again, in a blue state. Well, another another question that you asked kind of intrigued me, though, considering what we've just been saying. The question read, the true American way of life is disappearing so fast that we must do anything and everything to save it. And you get 60 percent on that. A little bit in conflict, right? Well, uh, not really, because when we start, start talking about comprehensive immigration reform, immigration reform, that's something really, really tangible. That's something that people can really reach out and touch. That question gets at the more nebulous political climate. I mean, so like, are you uncomfortable about some things or right, something right, like that? Right, right, right. But that, but but that's also sort of 
that's also sort of code for like the real American way of life. And think about what Trump's campaign has been say. has has been quote unquote trumpeting, and there is a pun intended there. Um, recently, make We're America never going to be able to say something <laughs> Trump something again. Go ahead. Exactly, make America great again, or you know their predecessors, the Tea Party. Let's take our country back. Right? These are all references to something has gone woefully wrong in America, and that we need to go back to some point in time where things were better. Well, I like to ask these people, when exactly is that point in time? So, you know, looking at this overall, we asked a lot of different questions here. Of course, we did the horse race stuff, but you know, give us a, a bottom line of what, where you think the mood is of, of people here. Well, in the state of Washington, the mood looks to be, you know, pretty optimistic. I mean, I think that you know, Hillary's going to win. I mean, all the all the Dems look like they're going to win by a comfortable margin. Um, so that's good if one is uh, progressive. If one is not so progressive, then you're probably not in a great mood right now. Yeah. And that means that if you're a Republican uh, wondering about what your direction of your party and, and the future of it, that, that raises a lot of questions. You have a lot of soul searching to do beginning November 9th, right? Right, right. right. All right. <laughs> well, we're going to have more results and break down some of the other issues that we have uh, looked at in our polling, dealing with issues of race and police and environment and direction of the country more so. Uh, we'll do that in a, another podcast. But we invite you also to go online and look at kcts9.org vote 2016 and look at really the breakdown of the results of the uh, polling that we have released thus far. Johnny Balter, Chris Parker, thank you very much for your time, your insights. And again, for more about our polling, go to kcts9.org vote 2016. There you can find more of these results of the KCTS9 Crosscut Washington poll. And I'm Enrique Cerna. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk more later. To hear more podcasts from KCTS9 Digital Studios, visit kcts9.org slash podcasts.